coming to you from the Big Island of Hawaii. It's the Songs and Stories Podcast. And now, here's your host, Steve Roby. Aloha, this is Steve Roby from Big Island Music Magazine, West Hawaii Today, backstage at the Kahilu Theater for another great interview. My guests today are award-winning musicians, the trio Waipuna. Aloha, guys. Aloha. Hey, why don't we start out with a, uh, a band introduction going from my left to my right. Uh, tell me who you are. What do you play? Uh, my name is David Kamakai. I'm the ukulele player of Waipuna. Uh, my name is Matthew Sprout, or just Matt Sprout, and I'm the guitarist. I'm Kale Hannes, and I'm on the bass. All right, welcome. Welcome to the Kahilu Theater. This is your debut in Waimea at the Kahilu Theater, right? Yes. yes. All right. Well, let's start at the beginning. When and how did Waipuna form? Actually, we, we kind of formed as a duo first, uh, Kale, Kale and myself, back in 2007. I was asked, um, actually, I, we'll, we'll start back in 2003 when, when I won the Big Island Falsetto Contest. Um, here. And that following year, we recorded an, uh, an album with the big, uh, with the falsetto contest winners from Big Island, Maui, and Oahu. And on that recording, there was a song that I won with um, Pohai Ke Aloha. And then back in 2007, a friend of mine, she's passed, but uh, that that is uh, Kumuhula Noilani Chang. One of her halau that she teaches in Niigata, Japan, was doing their hoike in Niigata and wanted to do the entire halau based around that recording that I did called Pohai Kealoha. And so she came up to me and Kumu says, you know, can you come up with me? I'm like, yeah. She says, I need a band. The only difference is this is, in a, this is happening in a month. Yeah. And I'm like, so okay. I, I'm like the, everybody that I was playing music with the, at that time, actively playing music, could not make it. Um, so Kale was a friend of mine. We played a couple of times, but we didn't really know each other that yeah, well. Yeah, a couple of times. Yeah, and then I, you know, so I ended up calling him, and he was the first one to say, "Give me that solid yes." And we're looking for another person to stand a trio. After a while, I was like, you know, let's just keep this as a duo. So we went up to that um, to do that whole EK back in 2007. First time we played together, just the two of us together, we had no name. We didn't rehearse. We didn't rehearse. We just went up. Yeah. <laughs> How'd you put your set list in, your song list in? Well, you just gave me one song. Yeah. Well, I killed Oh, okay. <laughs> That's it. I can do oh. one song. <laughs> <laughs> so we're there to uh, basically back up the halal. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. That, that they were doing their hoike. But then, so when we came back that year in 2007, um, we kind of went our separate ways and we still kept in touch. But it was actually until 2008 where one of his uh, yep. bands that he was playing with at that time could not make a certain gig. So he called me up, can you come up and do this gig? Yeah, sure. And then that started everything. That started, says, you know what? There's two people in that bar that night besides us. Yeah. <laughs> the, the old Akubone, you know, down yeah. next to Alamoana. Uh, my bandmates couldn't make it. So calling everybody, either they didn't want to play or they couldn't play, and then Matt said, yeah, sure, I'll be there. And so it was just the two of us, and I think that was the, on, when we went on break after the first set, we were like, hey, something is clicking, something is, uh, hmm. something, we got something here. Because we weren't playing for an audience, we were playing for ourselves. We are just jamming. Hmm. You know, we noticed, we, we come from 
two different backgrounds of music, mm -hmm. but the same heart, same style. Ah, ah. So but you could hear the harmonies and everything in there at, the, we at that were point? Yeah. It up at that moment, ah. you know, because this is something where it's, it's all freestyle. It's all freestyle. I'm going to play this song, KFC, like, back me up, Shoot. right? And then we did it, and we started to find different, you know what? We might have something here. That was in 2008. <laughs> okay. Right. That's the official start date, huh? Official start date. Okay. We, we officially birthed the name in April of 2008. Okay. And decided to become a, an actual band as a duo. Okay. Then the awards came. That came in 2010. 11. 11. 11. Yes, okay. Just a few years, yeah. I mean, I mean, there was, there was a lot of growing pains that we did in between then. You know, there was a lot of misfires as well it wasn't always you know clicking on all oh, cylinders well, that's there's, natural that's natural some misfires yeah and, you know some uh but we kept at it and it was just i think matt hit it on the point where he was like um that same style i mean different music but mm -hmm. that same kind of aggressive and and really um entertaining style if you mm. will mm. and i that kind of translates into our music where a lot of our music is arranged in the point where the ear is always going to be uh, listening to something different. And I always point back to when we recorded our second album, which we were very fortunate to receive um, some Nahoku Hanohano awards for. But Matt was kind of pushing the, um, the point across where we didn't want to do something that was typical. We didn't want to have a, a, do a song in a typical arrangement. We wanted to have the listener there, you know, hear different voices, different uh, kinds of harmonies, and, and so there's always something to listen to. And then you became a trio. Well, it, it, or, it started, that, that, okay. what are you talking about? It actually started because we were not a trio, we were a duo. Right. So standard, you know, Hawaiian music comes with it as a trio, but because we're less one person, we had to make up for that one person. Uh -huh. And so we started to arrange our music uh -huh. very large, the two of us, in order to make up for that third person. And then the third person actually came in. He's actually a guest artist. He came he started in as, a, as a guest artist. Uh, they were, because the first album came out was Manao Pili, and that was in 08. Nine. Oh, nine. And then, and then I got, I got a call, Kali actually called me up, because I've known Kali the longest since uh, college. And the, he's like, oh, do you want to come in and do a guest song on a song I wrote? I'm like, okay, sure. So I go in, first time I met Matt was in the studio that day. And then, and then we just started messing around with, with, with the song and then we're like, oh, great, thanks. And then, you know, I, I left, I think it was like a few months later I get another call and call. I was like, "Hey, you want to join the band?" Then you became a trio. Well, where do all your influences come? I mean, I was listening to your sound check, and I'm hearing a lot of different influences: country, maybe rock, pop, Hawaiian, of course. Funny because my my family is known for Hawaiian music. Okay, uh, we go generations back sure. to Hawaiian music. Um, when you, when you when I was growing up, wherever we were, music was always played. Um, Hawaiian music was always played. Both so, sides of your family. Both sides of yeah. my family, yes. But my mom's side and my dad's side. My dad's side was the one uh, side known for Hawaiian music uh, throughout the world. I wanted nothing to do with Hawaiian music. Why is that? Oh, you, you're the guy with the heavy metal back. I love okay. heavy metal. <laughs> I loved heavy metal. And, you know, there was one of the... Metallica, was, right? Yeah. That's okay. my language. You know, <laughs> Metallica, Guns N' Roses. There you go. That was All that 80s stuff, 80s, huh? That yeah. Was, yeah. 
I graduated in 1990, so that whole 80s... Uh, pre-grunge. Yeah, yeah. The, pre-grunge, yes. Yeah. It was a pre-grunge. Okay. Um, but it was that, it was during that time, I loved glam, rock and glam rock. Glam rock, um, the hairstyles, you know, the, the, the hairspray. The hair bands. Huh? I love, yeah. I love, love, love that era. There's nothing wrong with that. Oh, no. I, I <laughs> no shame. My first guitar I ever had was a mint green um, Ibanez. Oh, you know, I do some damage with that, guitar. huh? Okay. My first, first guitar. You know, I love that thing so much. Um, but that was that was one of the things. So my influence comes a lot from what I picked up from my family. Um, of course, my mom, my mom and dad loved Hawaiian music. Um, therefore, you know, there was a lot of old traditional stuff that we learned from them. But I'm always on that edge also. You know, I rode that fence, and it, it shows within our music and some of those things where I don't want to be the typical, and that's what he was, Kali was saying, but I didn't want to be the typical person as far as, you know, we're going to do this, do this, do this, do this, like, like you know, how you normally listen to it in, mm -hmm. in, in the mm -hmm. club or in the bar. You know, let's try something different. Let's try something more different. Let's, let's try something that's going to be um, just like how heavy metal came in. You know, it, it, it was different. It, it was a little different. It woke everybody up. It woke everybody up. Okay. Exactly. So a lot of times we'll do a little tricks here and there in our shows. Okay. That, that will show um, <laughs> another side of Hawaiian music that you're not going to find from, from any other band. What, 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 should, what should fans watch for? The Metallica shows up. Or... <laughs> <laughs> I think it has to do more with the, the, like the strums yes. okay. and the, um, the arrangements okay. of vocals. Um, David is, of course, a spectacular ukulele player in his own right, and um, even the playoff between uh, the ukulele and the bass, mm -hmm. kind of mm -hmm. uh, playing off of each other as well, okay. keeps your ear moving. Yeah. So is it fair to say that you're honoring your past influences, uh, the Hawaiian music, of course, you know, maybe some, some rock and roll influences there, but you're looking toward the future and cultivating that sound? Well, I, I mean, so, I mean, that's Matt, Matt has his background. David, mm -hmm. of course, being Uncle Dennis Kamakahi, the sure. Reverend Dennis yeah. Kamakahi's son, has access to all of that, as well as, um, like, what were some of your music influences, Dave, besides Dad? Oh, okay. Dad and the Sons and so much, right? Yeah, Dad was with the Sons of Hawaii. So I grew up with Dad's music all my life. And then Dad was mainly like Matt. He was uh, heavy metal, uh, country, a lot of country mm -hmm. I grew up listening to with my dad. But it was my mom who introduced me to the other s types of music, like rock and roll. And, <laughs> yeah. and But my... My dad would always be the one to like throw the curveball for me. He's like, "Oh yeah, listen to this," and he'd be like, "It'd be like this beautiful uh, Puerto Rican song," and then he got me listening to opera. And wow! All these different nice. Things. And then mixing it up. And when I started actually playing music professionally, I was touring with my father and all these masters like Ledwork Apana, Cyril Pahinui, and, uh, Richard and Saho Opi, and all all of these masters of their craft. Mm. Like they've we're talking like 30 years in the music business and it's just amazing to be on stage with these guys. So I would outright steal whatever knowledge I could get. <laughs> Borrow. Play, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, yes. Well, yeah. And, even, and I, what I learned too is that even the masters that came before me, they were also had the influences of their own. Of course, yeah. Like, I would talk with Uncle Cyril Pahinu, I'm like, 
where did your style come from? And he's like, oh, a lot of blues, man. So I just started teaching me like blues stuff. Uncle Led was country, full on. And so yeah, I would just pick the brains of all these masters I was surrounded with because I wanted to take advantage of that opportunity. So is it fair to say your, your, your sound is a mix of all your influences put together? And that's where the contemporary Hawaiian music part comes in. Is Right. I mean, we've all spent a lot of time with, uh, you know, our kupuna elders within the music industry. Matt used to play a lot with Blaine Kia, and he always used to be a musician at some of those um, hula conferences. And so he had to learn things on the spot. He had a very good relationship with a lot of... Um, he has a great relationship with a lot of kumu, so he's very much into that hula realm. Dave with his dad and the Sons of Hawaii, um, myself and, and my prior group, and, and um, just when we came up, I would say it's a great time, it was a great time for Hawaiian music because you know we were, our idols were Sunday Manoa, Brothers Casimiro, mm, mm. um, Ho'okena, and you know, and all those guys, and then, um, we want to do something with our music because you, you say, how do we honor the past but move forward? Um, so it wouldn't make sense for us to just copy, you know, do a carbon copy of what they're, they're doing. Sure. Right? Because essentially, who are you going to hire? Brothers Casimero or Waipuna? <laughs> <laughs> do the same song, right? Yeah. So we want to, and that's where we started saying, okay, as long as we know the melody lines, we go to the composers and ask permission, and we get the mana'o of all the songs. Mm. Um, after that, and we pay tribute to that in the first verse of every verse, uh, every song. You know, the, it's going to have the correct melody line, correct uh, words and everything. Actually, the whole song has the correct words, but after that first uh, verse in every song, that's when we start taking liberties mm. and uh, mixing it up and, and so on and so forth. Yeah. Well, as a licensed journalist, I'm required to ask a pandemic question. <laughs> so so here, comes, here comes the pandemic question. So what did the group do during the pandemic to stay connected with your fans and yourselves? <laughs> That was that was hard for yeah, us um, because at the beginning of the so when the pandemic hit we were I think one of the last people on the road we, it was March 12th we were performing in Eugene Oregon and we got word that day that the governor of Oregon was shutting down the borders to uh, Washington State that's wow. when Seattle was starting to go off and so we didn't know whether we could get home we finally did and nobody knew how long this thing would last so. We would, we're holding out hope that, okay, you know, a couple months maybe, but one by one we started seeing tours cancel and cancel and cancel. Right. And we've invested a lot in performing um, it, both in Japan and on the continental. Sure, yeah. Uh, were you in the middle of a tour? Yes. Yep. Okay, yeah. oh boy. So um, it, it was hard on our psyche because how, how can you, and that's expected income for us. Yeah. yeah. Right? So. Um, Airports were being shut down, everything. Yep, yeah, we couldn't travel. Yeah. And, and so I think one of the things we did, we did a couple of things to try and keep in touch with ourselves and our music and, and with um, our friends and family who, who um, are not here in Hawaii. So we came out with an album in 2020. We said, okay, we're home. We're finally home. <laughs> and, and we don't know when we're leaving, so let's do an album. And we did a... A ten-song album, and we just kept it to strictly Waipuna's more of our traditional roots, mm. I would say. And we also did Facebook Lives, 
mm. which, which are great mm -hmm. and a great way to connect with people. Um, but any kind of expected income from those yeah. um, quickly dwindled. Sure. Uh, because did, was, did you record the album together in the same room or do one of those kind of separate things? Or? Uh, we, we did it track by track. <coughs> we did track by track. Okay. So I just wish, um, a, lot, a lot of it be, because uh, because of the studio during that during that, this is the time of 2020. Yeah, every, everything as far as the pandemic goes is unsure. Mm. Sure of course, yeah. Um, yeah. And with the studio, we ended up we ended up going in more than anything one one at a time. Yeah, we mm. had to change the process. Yeah. So we so you just layered tracks and correct. Yeah, okay. We layered tracks on one on okay. top of each other. We kept, yeah. We kept together. You know. You know. Okay. This is what I did tonight. Okay. This is what I did. You know. And then homework. You know, going, yeah. Um, plus, we we did we didn't want to let anybody else know that we were gathering. You know. You know. Any anywhere. That it, was it was strange times. Yeah. Strange yeah. It was a very very strange time. You know. Couldn't have more than five people or something. At any at any time. Yeah. You know. Anywhere. You know. With the studio. Mm, mm, mm. Plus two, you know, so that's that was one of the things. Yeah, we had we had challenges, but we ended up doing it. Yeah, and you got yeah. a finished album. Yeah, we have a finished album. Yeah. Uh, tell me about the show today at the Kahilu Theater. Uh, what can fans expect if they tune into Kahilu TV? Say they couldn't make it today, but they want to watch the show. Uh, tell me about uh, what's in the show today. Uh, for those of you who may not be familiar with White Puna, you're going to hear. Um, you're gonna hear some. We we put together an energetic set all the time, and it actually has a lot of energy, a lot of passion. Uh, we tell a lot of stories. We like to engage the audience. Um, we we learn that it's better to engage and have kind of a back and forth between the audience rather than just playing at them and presenting everything and kind of shoving it down their throats, if you will. Um, so you're gonna hear some songs. Of course, paying tribute to Hawaii Island. Um, I think the last time we were here was 18, 2018 for the, or 2017 for the Kamehameha oh. Day um, celebration up in Waimea. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think okay. that was the last time we were here. Um, but you're also going to hear some new music that we've recorded during pandemic, potentially some music that we're going to put on our next album ah. that we're going to release next year as we celebrate 15 years as a group. Wow, congratulations, so yeah. You guys have been bugging, or Kahilu Theater has been bugging me for a set list. And I said, we don't know the set list because we, we don't know the audience yet. <laughs> Drives in crazy, I'm sure, just like Kahilu TV. But, I mean, that's that's the process, that that's a method that we've done, and, and it's worked for us. So All right. Play off the audience. All right. But you'll announce the songs, right? We'll, we'll announce the songs. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So a lot of times, you know, we, we generally sometimes have what the first three songs we're going to do. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, sometimes that's the best, right? I mean, it's a little more freer than. It's, yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's a freer, and then that way we can play to how our audience is reacting. Nice. Yeah, I think this we've always done that. We, we have six albums, so we can. <laughs> we you can, get a little from. to pick from, yeah. We have right. a yeah. to, to pick from, nice. and you know, sometimes we throw in little things here and there. Yeah. But you know, we've always said we try to keep our shows entertaining. All right. Well, looking forward, uh, what's the rest of the year look like for you? Are you working on a new material? You mentioned that you got you've got a album almost finished in the can uh, coming nope. out nope oh no steve you're jumping on well we we have a I'm ready um, to pre-order it yeah. i'd say we have three or four more trips to okay. japan in the rest of the okay year. it's nice that japan has opened up and so we're to us to to us uh, for um you know 
business visas and, and we're going hmm. up there. It's great to connect with those friends up there. And I, everybody says Japan this, Japan that, but really those are, those people over there are some of those, our friends over there are some of the most respectful and just passionate people about Hawaiian music. Hmm. I mean, they'll buy all of our albums. Well, most people, you know, on the mainland will download. Yeah. And because they want the value of the actual product. And we actually put a lot of work into building that product with liner notes, uh, translations of songs, stories behind the songs. It's Amen. all like. Amen to that, man. Graphics. Yeah. Graphics as well. Uh, so we have those trips. And in fact, just in the car over, I, I mentioned to the guys, like, guys, start thinking about songs because we're going to, we'll probably, I'd like to start recording sometime early next year. Mm. And then shoot for maybe a fall release of okay. our seventh album to commemorate 15 years. Nice. Have you got a working title? We're still here. <laughs> <laughs> TBD. 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 Just, just like our set list. Working <laughs> titles don't usually, we don't usually start to think about that until we realize what songs are on the album. Okay. That's when we start to... Usually understand the theme, right? Well, the guys, thank you so much for your time today. Have a great show tonight at the Kahilu Theater. Thank you. Thank you. Aloha. Looking forward to it. Aloha. Thanks for listening to the Songs and Stories podcast. Make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you for your support. We'll see you next week on Songs and Stories. Aloha. Aloha.